0: Good morning. This is The California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. In the wake of yesterday's Supreme Court ruling weakening states' authority to regulate the carrying of concealed weapons, California lawmakers are gearing up to tighten gun laws here. From Cap Radio in Sacramento, Chris Hooks reports. In Attorney General Rob Bonta's eyes, the Supreme Court's ruling was inevitable. It's in part why he's been working with the legislature and Governor Gavin Newsom to counter the high court's decision. Next week, state lawmakers are expected to pass a bill that will specify where weapons cannot be carried, as well as clarify qualifications for obtaining a concealed carry permit. The data is clear. More guns in more places means more people die as a result of gun violence. Period. Full stop. That is settled. That is undisputable. California already has some of the strictest gun laws in the nation. Carrying a loaded gun in most public spaces is still generally prohibited without a license which is issued by local law enforcement and comes with a host of requirements, including a background check. For the California Report, I'm Chris Hooks in Sacramento. Let's turn to some state election news. Republican Nathan Hawkman will battle California's Democratic Attorney General Rob Bonta in the November general election. Hawkman won 18% of the vote in the primary, according to figures released yesterday from the California Secretary of State's office. The Republican Party's endorsed candidate will now face Bonta, who won nearly 55% of the votes in the June 7th primary. The descendants of Charles and Willa Bruce are one step closer to reclaiming the Southern California beachfront property that was taken from the couple a hundred years ago. The California Report's Mary Franklin Harvin has the details.
2: L.A. County supervisors are set to vote early next week on the proposal that would restore the property known as Bruce's Beach to the Bruce family. In the 1920s, the Manhattan Beach City Council used eminent domain to seize the land. As part of the agreement, the property would be leased back to the county for two years at a rate of $413,000 a year, plus operation and maintenance costs. The county would also have the option to buy the land for up to $20 million. In the early 1900s, Charles and Willow Bruce built the first West Coast resort for Black families, at a time when beaches were still mostly segregated. They weathered racist treatment from neighbors before the city council ultimately took their land. The Bruce's great-grandsons, Marcus and Derek Bruce, have been confirmed as the legal heirs to the property. For the California Report, and Mary Franklin Harvin.
0: A month ago, a gunman attacked a Taiwanese American church congregation in the Orange County community of Laguna Woods. Prosecutors say the accused gunman was motivated by a hatred of Taiwan. The shooting has brought renewed attention to Taiwan's painful and complex past, not just for Taiwanese immigrants, but for their American children as well. KPCC's Josie Wong spoke with some of them.
3: Justin Kuo grew up in Orange County, a pastor's son in a Taiwanese-American church. His parents and their friends are proudly Taiwanese and oppose China's claim over the island.
1: My parents, they're pro-independence, and they feel like there should be a separation.
3: Other immigrants from Taiwan think of themselves as Chinese and want closer ties to China. As for Kuo, he always cared more about basketball and metal music. He shrugged off what felt like a homeland feud.
1: Okay, like these politics, I'm so removed from it. I I don't really think it's that big of a deal.
3: But last month, a violent extremist brought old divisions into full view. David Cho is charged with killing a doctor and injuring five others at a church in Laguna Woods on Sunday. The church Cho attacked has connections to Taiwan's independence movement, which Cho opposes. His story illustrates the complexities of Taiwanese politics. Investigators say he was motivated by his political hatred for Taiwan. Zhou was born in Taiwan. His family was among the waves of Chinese who fled the communist takeover of the mainland in the late 1940s. They followed the defeated nationalist government to Taiwan. The nationalists placed Taiwan under martial law as they plotted to take back the mainland and restore what they called the Republic of China. In Mandarin Chinese, these newcomers are Wai Xenren, people from outside the province. They were favored in politics and in the workplace over the majority of longtime locals called Ben Xenren.
0: The division between Wai Xenren and Ben Xenren was really obvious in the 1950s.
3: James Lin teaches Taiwan studies at the University of Washington. Daigi, the language spoken by longtime Taiwanese, was banished from schools. Suspected dissidents imprisoned and executed. Today, Taiwan is a democracy. Wai Siren, those who had left China for Taiwan, have been there for generations. Many have married Bun Siren. Lin says the majority of people identifies as Taiwanese.
0: Their idea is that we want to assert that we are not Chinese. So it's kind of like rejecting Beijing's claims.
3: Although the majority in Taiwan does not embrace the idea of declaring the island independent of China. This political evolution in Taiwan, it wasn't lived by the thousands of Taiwanese who immigrated to the U.S. in the 70s and 80s.
2: We call it like the immigrant time capsule, right? Where Taiwan exists in your mind, as it was when you left
3: leona chen is editor of the website taiwaneseamerican.org her family has been in taiwan since long before those who fled the communists she grew up in the bay area around other bunziran families
2: my community is very much pro-independence to the point where we do not fly the republic of china's flag at our events
3: her friend mark Liu is a filmmaker from orange county His relatives arrived in Taiwan with the nationalists.
0: We always imagined a future where the ROC flag would be flying over China again.
3: Liu says regardless of family lineage, he and his friends share a love of Taiwan. That's why he worries how the Laguna Woods shooting has revived talk of the divide between Wai Surin and Bun Surin.
0: It turns into a very confrontational thing. Whereas if people were to just simply acknowledge how complicated Taiwan's history and identity is, at least we can start with a common ground where it's like, yeah, this stuff is messy, but let's work it out.
3: Leona Chen says Laguna Woods has underscored the importance of respecting distinctions in the Taiwanese American identity without being divisive
2: i maybe softened a bit out of grief and understanding that the stakes are, are different. After the shooting, we have an opportunity to be generous, to be thoughtful, to transcend the prejudice among both communities.
3: The tragedy at Laguna Woods has set Justin Kuo, the pastor's kid, on a more personal journey.
1: This is a pretty big wake-up call to really start focusing on where I came from and my identity.
3: Kuo is a pastor himself now at a multi-ethnic congregation. He wants his two young kids to learn the Taiwanese culture and language he took for granted. It's a way to honor the elders he grew up with in church.
1: In these Taiwanese churches, the only ones left are the grandparents. All the young kids, all the, all the people who are in their 30s and 40s, we've left. we've left them.
3: In recent weeks, Kuo's mom has been hinting he should join an English ministry at a Taiwanese church. Do
1: I go back and do I raise the flag of Taiwanese community?
3: Since Laguna Woods, Kuo says, he's been thinking about it. For The California Report, I'm Josie Huang in Los Angeles.
0: All right, that is the California Report for Friday, June 24th. We are a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Katie McMurrin, Danny Bringer, and Chris Hoff. Our producers are Mary Franklin Harvin, Keith Mizuguchi, and Daphne Young. Our senior editors, Angela Corral. Our director of news is Vinnie Tong. Our executive editors, Ethan tobin lindsay And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. As always, thanks so much for listening, and have a great day and weekend. Support for the California Report comes from Personal Capital, providing people with financial tools like the Retirement Planner to help
3: them achieve their financial goals. PersonalCapital.com Paint Care, now with 834 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at PaintCare.org And Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and
0: healthy food, on the web at theschmidt.org. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment, and if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member